Oh. <laughs> I know how the internet works. Internet boyfriends. Hello and welcome to another episode of Internet Boyfriends. I am Joey and with me as always is the Donald Keen to my Troy, Ryan Kloss. I don't know what that is in reference to. I didn't think you'd remember. It's the second Silo book. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's been a while, huh? Who's Troy? I can't say. I can't. I, the problem with this is that if you don't get it, I hoped you would, but you don't. I can't explain who's Donald are. Is Donald Keene the governor? Donald Keene is the senator. Senator, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. That's what, okay. The, he's, he's the protagonist. And, uh, and well, then... Yes, sure. Ah, and Troy is the other protagonist that's in that's in the, the okay the i thing. think okay you, you know what i'm talking about vaguely vaguely okay vaguely i i the problem is i think is, i already do, but, used but is donald the antagonist in the third one N- uh like is he, is he the one that's just called the senator lots of the no time? no 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 okay no. he is not the senator he's okay. the junior senator sure he's, okay he's the, okay that's yeah. okay mm-hmm. got it got it yes. good there you go. The other problem was I didn't know if I used the you're the Furiosa to my Mad Max uh, in the past, so I didn't know eh. if I could use that or not. So, plus I didn't know if you'd agree with that. So, I have more mental <laughs> I don't know problems. If I, would. I don't know if I would. <laughs> I'm certainly the more mad of the two of us, but yeah. But I don't know if Mad Max is actually mad. Mad as in angry or mad as in it both Australian. Well, he's angry. definitely he's definitely mad and angry. He's angry. No, yes, yes. I don't know if he's insane. Yeah, well, like, I don't know if he's a Mad Hatter kind of mad. There's that whole beginning of Fury Road where he's hallucinating. Yeah, but that's like it's a crazy world he's living in. He's it's dehydrated. Crazy. It's a crazy like, world we're all st- living there's in. There's also stuff going on that's making him hallucinate. It's not like yes. it's like he's sitting on the couch watching Netflix and chilling and then hallucinating at the same time. I don't he's think in. I've ever. I don't think I was ever hallucinating when I was watching Netflix. I don't think I have either. I've seen Speed Racer. Yeah, well, okay. That <laughs> that could be a problem. So anyways, <laughs> if it is obvious, I wanted to continue on talking about the apocalypse because we're talking we're sort of kind of dabbling in oh, the end of the world and and everything else and and certainly like I, we're now 300ish Mitomo questions later. <laughs> so, I figured it was the perfect time to talk about the impending Impending Doom. Also because I've noticed like Mr. Robot and Division, High Rise, uh, Futuristic dead. Violence and Fancy Suits, Walking Dead. Like there's a lot of apocalypse like oh, or or the actual news about climate change and well, or the well, upcoming presidential election. It, so it's like it's yeah. this is all just like this is five years hence we're talking about this is like Possibly possibly. That's why I figured we should like, talk about it. I, I mean I'm I'm exaggerating to a certain extent, but Potentially, actually, five years hence. Ah, uh, it depends on what happens. Because of course, of course, it's not this... definitely five years hence. Yeah, we have this American election that's going on. That it's going to have us choose yeah. between like one candidate that loves fossil fuels, that thinks that fracking could be made safe, and that we should be doing more to expand fossil fuel production, uh, and then and then two opposing candidates uh, who might actually be insane enough to kickstart the apocalypse old school style. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, like, yeah. I mean, I, I'm curious, curious what yeah. Donald will be like should he actually get the nomination. Like, um, right now, he's doing what he can to make sure he gets the nomination, and I think he's probably this real person. Like, I think this is who he is. 
But like, I'm curious if once he's like secure, like, okay, this is who Republicans will have to vote for, if he's going to tone shit down a bit. No, nah, I don't. I don't think so. I don't and, think that's and, how it works. It could be worse. He could be Ted Cruz. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said two. two Everyone's candidates. always super Not scared one. about Donald, Tr- Donald Trump, yeah. but Ted Cruz is much more frightening. Yes, Ted Cruz is. Ted Cruz is, is an effective politician with a horrible social agenda. I, I Donald Trump is neither of those things. Donald Trump certainly isn't the Zodiac killer. I'll no. give him that. I'll give him that. He's probably never murdered more than five people. He's he's so. also happy for transgender people to go whatever bathroom they feel like. Yeah, that's a real kick in the pants, ain't it? To find out that this guy who's basically the worst is still better than... Because he's not the worst. He's never been the worst. Ted Cruz is always the worst. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so I know... I figured out... I sat Donald down. Trump is like Starscream. Ted Cruz is like Megatron. W- well played. Well played. I, I'm trying to get away from this because I don't want to talk sure. about yeah, yeah. either one of well, them Well, it's, it's, it's the precursors to the actual topic. Yeah, the well, end of the fucking world. The end of the fucking world. I because uh, I great book been... by Charles Forsman. Is it? The T E O T F W. He put up by Fantagraphics. Good comic book. Okay. Okay. I might. Well, I probably won't read that right away because I discovered the reason why I think I consume as much end of the world fiction as I do because I. The, it had the intro for Silo. Well, you told me to read the Silo books. Yeah. And said like these books are fucking great, and they were they're quite good. They I are like qu- they are they are quite good. They they are especially the first and the third one. Uh, I I have a hard time explaining to people because uh, I also read like military science. Like it, it scratched hey! the same itch that I have for military science fiction of where it's not great. Like I, it would not be good literature by it's any stretch of the imagination. It's certainly acceptable. Yeah, it's certainly acceptable. It's just entertaining as fuck. Like, that's what well, it is. Like, the silo books the, are entertaining. And the first and third are. more than the second. Yes, I agree. If only because it's endless backstory, which is irritating to me. I, I, yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, it that's paid fair. off a bit after the third, but, like, <laughs> it was still a little frustrating. Is the Long Earth post-apocalyptic or no? Mm-hmm. It's peri-apocalyptic. Okay. Um, in that the discovery of the long earth hastens some things that would have happened anyway, probably. Futuristic violence like, and it's, fancy it's, suits. It's more like of an that. optimistic yeah. vision. Like, it's not hopeless at all. Yeah. Like, it's not hopeless. Uh, it, there are issues that come up with it, but it's not hopeless at all. Yeah, futuristic uh, violence and fancy suits. It's like that high rise is not, high rise is hopeless. <laughs> but hey, I. I the timing, if I chart it out when I really get into post-apocalyptic fiction, fiction or like post-apocalyptic, well, I mean, obviously, well, we're going to be living possibly post-apocalyptic nonfiction, and we'll get to that. But post-apocalyptic fiction is uh, uh, breakups. Whenever I get dumped, I got dumped last summer, and I got dumped, um, fair to say, February. And my... Like, like, because the division certainly that fucking video game that came out, I was just like, oh shit, this is perfect. Like, I got fucking canned, and then this game comes out about the end of the world, perfect, absolutely perfect. Because I got a whole bunch of time to play, you know, fucking games and cry myself to sleep, and and it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like it, I like the idea of the apocalypse, and I think that maybe. This is why millennials also do. I have this theory that I wanted to float out to you, which is 
we like the end of the world. We like The Walking Dead and those types of shows because it's the only way that we can really explain. It's a good metaphor for for our first world existence because if you said the, like the malaise we all feel, yeah, well, but also like just the idea of like I'm having a really hard time lately because this girl dumped me and you know I feel bad about it and it feels like it feels like the end of my world certainly. But then I look at like someone that works for Foxconn, and I'm like, <laughs> "Well, I better go read There's a book no about Nets zombies." There's no trying to catch me. <laughs> yeah, right. I better go read a book about zombies and 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 futuristic noir, whatever, and and people tearing apart an apartment building because like it's and like Mr. Robot, like that's like when I watched the show, like Mr. Robot, I'm like, "All right, like cool, like this feels like it slots in nicely into my life because I- it's not." What's that? I, I, can we spoil Mr. Robot a little bit? I guess we already did. I'm, we did last episode, yeah. but we it did after a spoiler thing. So what did you want to well, give I, away? You can do what you want with this. I'm curious how uh, Mr. Robot's going to handle post-financial apocalypse next season. Sure. I th- I, I, yeah, that's a minor spoiler. I don't know. Is that a, I don't really care. I mean, like, that's not really the point of the show. So. It's not. I'm just curious how they're going to handle it. Like, it's not like... Yeah. I'm just curious. It's, once, it's something I'm intrigued about to see what they're going to do next season. Of what I actually know about financial apocalypses, I think that it's probably going to be a lot like... Um, do you remember back in, like, 2003 when the power went out in New York City yep. and, like, all over the eastern seaboard? <laughs> like, it, it's like that. Like, just, like, for, like, a month or two, I think, is, is basically what happens. Um, especially, like, watching what happened in Greece and, and, and certainly what happened, you know, like, after any fucking major war uh, that usually tends to be, like, it's crazy and then it gets less crazy over time. So it'll be a couple so, months of craziness, or a couple episodes of craziness, and then austerity programs? Probably. Probably. Also, also the thing, austerity. too, is that they don't have the budget on that show to really, like... No. Like, that's the, that's the thing about, like, a, a It game, is a USA show. Yeah, the game, a game like The Division is genuinely about the fucking, like, virus apocalypse in Manhattan, and they can have just, like, Manhattan just wrecked because it's a video game, and you can do whatever the hell you want as long as mm-hmm. you model it. Whereas, like, in the same the comic books and, and then, you know, written fiction. The infinite budget thing. Yeah, the infinite budget thing. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was an interesting... It's, it's sort of been an interesting thought that I've been having about that we tend to like to... We, we're, like, super into... Like, I, I, I know that uh, people like Patton Oswalt. Uh, have yeah i know sorry right? yeah i know i know i know condolences and and like fucking jesus that that's there like there you go that's a, that's a thing like oh this girl dumped me and i'm sad and then i and I then pat nozzle's wife died a day after hit, he released a new special on netflix yeah and and his seven-year-old daughter like, yeah yeah, yeah i mean like, that's yeah, so it's like that's that's the thing. It's like in the context of my little bubble, I like to have apocalypse fiction because then I could be like, awesome. I get to hang out with this character for a while that's also having a really hard time and it feels as bad as I feel right now. When in reality, you know, because emotions are localized. That's just the way it is. Like, yeah. You know, like that's sometimes sometimes you feel really shitty about things. And those things seem stupid to other people. And I th- I think post-apocalyptic fiction helps with that more than any other type of fiction, for me at least. It doesn't hurt, for sure, and it helps sometimes. I don't, I don't, like, I don't know. I'm, I, I, I think I describe myself as a struggling optimist. 
Sure. Like, I want, I'm, depends on my mood, right? Like, if I'm in a good mood, I'm hopeful for the end. I'm hopeful that we're going to figure this shit out. Because we've always figured this shit out so far. So far. And, and we've always been like, oh, this is the end of the world. They're like, oh, we figured this shit out and moved on. And maybe this will happen again. Well, also the question is, it's, but the, like, end of, it's the end of what world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, the Earth is going to go on no matter what. Yeah. And it might go on in a more healthy fashion without humans on it. No, but even in like the Mr. Robot sense, like if if the American economy collapsed and everything was in disarray, it would definitely mess up quite a bit of the world, but there's quite a bit of people that live on farms and can self-sustain. And yeah, yeah. like that's the reality of it. Like you'd probably just lose 5 billion people and you know, like like in in a true apocalypse, like a, like a legit apocalypse, not a zombie apocalypse, but like a legit apocalypse, you'd probably lose, you know, five to six billion people and have a billion people still left over. It's still a fucking billion people. Like I know, I know that's not like that's not how it's gonna seem when I'm on fire and and screaming and dying. But like that's the truth of it. Is that you know. I guess maybe that's why I'm also a little bit optimistic. Like, yeah, Donald Trump will be president, but he's only to kill like five. I I don't think Donald Trump will be president. I don't think so either. But you know, only I'm, five I'm, billion I'm, dead. I'm. We're talking about it again, but like, I'm I'm very hopeful. Were he to become the nominee, which is certainly plausible, uh, and he loses. That is very be, plausible. Which is which is much more plausible than him. Which is even more plausible than him becoming the nominee. Um, I think uh, that it will be a bit of a wake-up call to the right uh, and things will start shifting more quickly to the more sensible left. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, there will be... The, the, the problem is the people that are crazy right-wingers will, like, dig in their heels even more. Yeah. Um, Which is frightening, but I, I, I'm curious if the moderates will start drifting towards the more sane side of things. And I'm not like, I don't, I don't think Bernie, I mean, I, I, who am I kidding? I think Bernie's the, the, the best possible option because I'm from Canada, but like America's not Canada. And I know a more moderate view of a balanced view of things. This is a more sensible way to go forward. But uh, anyway, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just, it's, Donald Trump is primary in my head these days, unfortunately. He- Here's a way to get the the Donald out of your head. Great. The apocalypse happens. Well, it, it's currently happening. We're we're in, okay. mid, we're mid we're mid apocalypse right now. I think. Next, that I can skip right to the next question. How fucked are you? How fucked am I? I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I'm okay. Um, I am concerned for my friend's children. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's pretty fair. <laughs> The only reason I ask is because I think I've been consuming so much post-apocalyptic fiction that I've actually started getting ads on Facebook that are for doomsday prepping, oh, which is, no. yeah, that's, that's how I knew we had to do this episode. Cause I was like my, the, the whole breakup thing went so bad that I self-medicated with so much post-apocalyptic fiction that I'm now getting doomsday, doomsday prepper ads. Like that is like, cause I think it's fair to say those people are fucking nuts, right? Like, is that? Like, regardless of whether or not the apocalypse happens, those people are fucking crazy. I I think people that would I self-identify as preppers are definitely crazy. Okay, I Just think checking. people that are like 
happy to learn how to farm and garden because they're a little concerned about possibly needing to be more self-sufficient in the future. The, the Mark Watt are more sensible. World. Yes, I think people that are trying to be more polymath about survival are much more sane than people that are preppers. Like sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think it makes sense. Like, I it, we're it, we, it's entirely possible the next year or two we're gonna own a place, and I intend whether I get off my ass off the couch is a whole other story, to like be better about growing our own vegetables and stuff like that. Maybe set up a beehive in the corner, like to do some stuff that like just makes sense. Like, it makes sense to grow your own vegetables if you can because it saves you a ton of money. Side like, question: If when you get your own place and you want to build a garden, can I come up that weekend and help you build the garden? Perhaps unless I pay someone to do it. Cause now there's people that just do it for you. No, 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 don't pay them. I will do it. I I'm will, just, I will I'm do just, all the heavy lifting. I'm, I want to build the a garden. It's the, it's the proper organization of people that know how to grow a garden properly. Uh, I'm happy to pay for their knowledge. Uh, like, you know what I mean? Like that's, I, I don't think that's a not valuable. I think it's a valuable service that is worth paying for potentially. I it, might, it is. If I decide to be like, fuck, I'll learn myself, then sure. Let's, we'll get together, we'll do it together and have a good time. Like, I I'm, just I'm, I'm want totally to down for that. I'm an astronaut stranded on Mars, god damn it. Sure, I will, I will plant some potatoes for sure. Okay. I'm I've already made this threat to uh, Eileen. Anytime someone buys a house and they're just like, I want a garden, it's like, nope. I will, I will be <laughs> you there. You are not allowed. You are until not I'm allowed until we plant some potatoes. So. You you don't you don't think you're fucked or you think you're basically okay? I like think the... I'm old enough and secu- like I think I'm okay. Wait, hold on. Are you o- like I forget? This is a question I'm asking. I'm saying like, are you okay? The apocalypse happens. How long do Come you on. think you're walking around hey, wandering inside. in the wasteland? Is my question. Not so much like, are you secure with dying? <laughs> oh no no! Like I I I think the apocalypse is far enough away that I'm not gonna feel it a whole lot. Is what I'm answering that question with. So you think you're just going to see the mushroom cloud like far off in the distance and be like, I'm okay with this. At a point where I'm old enough and I'm like, oh, well, it was a good run. Like, I feel like, yeah. like, I, and that doesn't mean I don't want, I like, it doesn't mean I'm okay with it happening. But like, I, I, because uh, I have, like, I have, I, it's a weird feeling now. There are children in my life that I care about and want to see succeed. Yes. Um, and I, I do not want, like, I want them to have a happy, healthy world to live in. But, but, but everything, like, but everything. Yeah. Like, there's so many things that are terrifying. And, I, and, and honestly, things like ISIS are the, the lowest rung of the terrifying. Like, Oh, I'm not scared of ISIS. Like terrorism sucks. Yeah, yeah but I'm yes. a lot more concerned about 20 years from now when I'm underwater. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and, I mean, and and I happen to currently be at the top of the ma- like high enough up on in Montreal that I'll probably be okay, and my land might be worth a fortune one day. But <laughs> that said, like, I, honestly, I'm gonna be put when we if when we buy a house. I'm going to push for it to be relatively high ground in Montreal. You and I are literally and metaphorically on high ground. Like that is, but like, that I, is the reality. I, metaphorically, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a white straight male. I'm very much in high ground. Yeah. In a country that's technologically well, capable no, of doing things. You're on high ground right now 
before the apocalypse. But, but who knows speaking, what the next thing is going to happen? Like my my apartment is also at the top of a like. There's a plateau that happens in Montreal before like that that where we are on top of. So I am an extra I don't know 200 feet above sea level than my parents are. Yeah. Say like you know what I mean like just that like Montreal might become a lot smaller in. 20 to 40 years so what you're saying is, and is and, that... and, I'm, and i intend to if i buy a place to be in the part that is around in 20 to 40 years if the sea levels rise a couple feet what you're saying is is that we just really want our children to be 200 feet above sea level basically or like, yes. or 200 feet above us like that's how that works is yeah like, okay. it, it, instead of being more well off financially you just want them to be higher, <laughs> the higher up crowd. from sea level than they are now that is that is my goal for all my friends' children, and unfortunately, every single one of them I know are much closer to sea level than I am, and yeah. that's and that's my concern. Get them stilts. There you go. I, Just like I know, I know, I know, I know. Here's your Christmas present. Better yeah. learn to use these fuckers, cause shit's coming. I I guess the thing is, is that I'm waiting for the inevitable. Like like you guys probably see this from a distance, but you're not seeing this every day in in the way that like we really do is is that in every sort of post-apocalyptic anything it seems like one of the running tropes is that there will be like groups like in the division there's sure. like five or six different groups that everyone splits there, off there's up rick's into. people in walking dead yeah well i mean even just like in like the the mad max sort of thing there's like you know there's bullet town and there's you know morton joe's people like there's sure. like different you know like there's different factions that are that are you know everywhere there are islands there's islands of, of survivors in some way yeah and like the the thing about americans is that like i see that now and i'm just like holy shit like that's ha- like that's fucking happening like now like i look around and like everyone's just preoccupied with like the islandization of people and like that's I guess, that's that's the fault of your media i gotta say oh it's the fault i i yeah, but also it's the fault. It's the fault in our stars. It's the fault the, in everything. It's, it's a it's a fault in the culture of America. Yeah, like it's it's a very deep seated root, deep, deep, deep seated problem with America. I I uh, that is not. It is not not there everywhere else because you guys are a strong influence in the rest of the world, especially in Canada. But it is not there in the same way everywhere else. At least in at least in developed G eight countries. I asked I was asked about dating and I fired back without thinking that I'd basically date anybody as long as they weren't a Republican and I very nearly vomited on myself from saying <laughs> that. And and then I looked that up and that's a thing. Like they they're they've done studies and genuinely in America, if you come from a Republican or a Democrat household in the States you are very unlikely to marry someone that came from a differing political which is, background. Which household. is insane. Yeah. That should not be happening because you guys aren't really that far apart for the most part. No, <clears throat> but like, for some like reason. There are, there, there are social conservatives that are terrible who hate gay people and transgender people and women. And black people and other races. Like, there's, there's people that are like, <laughs> you can sorry, keep going. <laughs> I'm focused on the uh, the ones I hear about most of my current Twitter account. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, they hate everyone that's not a white, straight male, and then maybe a white, straight female. Um, and those people are terrible people. 
but that's not I do not believe at all that that is really most of the Republican base. Most no. of them are scared people that wanted to provide for their families. But he business and are being told that transgender people are who to be scared of. They just want someone to be scared of. Because but, it's easy to direct your energy like, oh, that's why I'm struggling because these people are taking my bathrooms. But here's the problem is that I want to agree with you and just say, yeah, yeah, they're they're the worst. Uh, uh, but, but they're not the, the worst. They're, they're just, not. They're just normal because cause here's the thing is is if you ask those people and you say like, hey, like what do you think about liberals? And they're just like, oh, they're going to take 80% of my income and make sure like all these like these, these man women going to be using my bathrooms and whatever else. Even I'm doing the voice. Like I, I have a voice and for that person. And a southern voice. Is, oh, unfortunately a southern, vo- southern voice in my head that's just like, they're just like, oh, I don't like them, them gays getting married. And it's just like, that's the fucking voice I have in my head. Meanwhile, you have a whole group of people on on the other side that are like, oh, that person's a billionaire, so they're basically Hitler. Like, what they're doing is they're just walking out on the street and, like, lighting matches off of Prol's backs in order to, like, light a $100 bill with which they then use to light a Cuban cigar. Like, like that's what a billionaire is. They're just they're just the fucking worst. Billionaire, millionaires and billionaires. They're, they're terrible. And it's like, but they're probably not. Uh, I mean, there are some millionaires and billionaires I, I, that are they're fucking horrible. Um, I think there's a higher percentage of people that are obscenely rich that are assholes and terrible people. Sure, I think the percent. I, I don't think everyone is. I think the percentage is much higher. But it's all about them labels. <clears throat> it's all about it's all about like this culture war of of where like we're we're well, spending, like, I, I th- we're spending think- most of our time labeling people and 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 trying to to figure out and and navigate american life with all these labels that like people fail to understand that gay teenagers deserve access to mental health or like that basic health care is an essential part of life liberty and happiness which is kind of why we have this society that we do you pay more for medicine than we do and we give it to people for free yeah, yeah. I like, and that's per capita. I don't mean that in general because obviously you have ten times more people than we do. But like your system, not just the medical system, like insurance system is more to blame, I would say. But like the system is broken. Well, like if you're paying more than us, who get free, essentially free healthcare, the system is broken. Well, here's okay. Here, here's my economics rant for this episode, which is <laughs> you can't you can't have enough insurance and if you think that insurance no no i yes and you can insurance can be handled in a different way that doesn't lead to insane price increases and competition like the upside of a single payer healthcare is that the single payer healthcare can it can negotiate with the insurance companies as one massive force I'm not talking about health And because insurance. you don't have that, you can't do that, which makes insurance go insane. I'm not talking about health insurance. I'm talking about insurance. I'm talking about insurance against the future. I'm saying that each and every well, one of us... It doesn't really exist. It kind of does. In, in, if you look at it, just... I mean, as, I, ha- as I have it, house insurance. I have, fire, like, I have car insurance. I have disability insurance. I have all those insurances, and I pay a nominal amount. Like, I pay a little bit. For those things to take care of like if if I I have life insurance and disability insurance. If I can't work or I die, Michelle is taken care of. Think about this as an economist approaching the apocalypse. You are gonna be approaching this hypothetical future 
where someone walks up to you and says, it's X amount of money, and you get a ticket, and you get to stand over here behind the fence. And anyone who's behind the fence gets to live and get gets food, and they're taken care of, and everything is fine, and they're all right, and the zombies don't get them. Anyone on the other side of the fence fends for their fucking selves. And that's the way it is. There are certain people who will approach that situation and say, I will pay... I mean, really, all of us rationally are going to approach that situation and say, I will pay every single fucking cent that I have to be on the safe side of the fence because I don't want to get ripped to shreds by people trying to fight over a can of, you know, pears or whatever. Sure. But, Although, I would ideally want to prevent that from happening in the first place. Well, that's going to happen no matter what. Like, that's, this is just the hypothetical that we're going into, because this is the reality of it. This is, this, is, this is inside each and every one of our heads right now, which is that we're all approaching this hypothetical future. And there are certain people, like preppers, for example, that think that the insurance they need to be worrying about is not house insurance or life insurance. It's fucking zombie insurance. They want guns. And so to them, they're there, really— There are never going to be zombies. But here's the thing. There's an <laughs> the there's an, drives me there's crazy because there are never going to be actual zombies. It's not ever going to happen. There is an inelastic demand for there's a, there's a demand that cannot be sated in the same way that you would pay any amount of money for an antidote to a, a like if someone poisoned you and then they said, ah, how much would you pay for this antidote? You would pay anything. In sure. the same way you would pay uh, to fucking survive a zombie apocalypse or any other like future event that you're thinking about. Rational, sane people right now are thinking about health insurance because that's the scariest thing that's happening to most people is I'm uh, personally my real fear is cancer. I'm afraid of getting cancer. I've seen my mom's gotten cancer, my grandmother's sure. gotten cancer, my dad, dad every everybody yeah, I basically know cancer. is some sort of everybody's got fucking cancer. I'm Fuck afraid cancer, of cancer. As everyone says. Uh, yeah. Exactly. I'm afraid of cancer, and I'm afraid I'm going to get cancer, and I'm going to have to go to the hospital and then basically say to me, well, here's the deal. Your insurance isn't good enough, which at the moment it isn't, and they're going to say, here's— That's a thing that should never happen. Yeah, well, it's it, it could I happen. I know it happens in your country. It's yeah. something that should never happen to anyone ever. It could happen, and I could, it, I could, in the foreseeable future, there could be a horrible scenario in which I am deciding between: Do I want to uh, uh, ask everyone I know to, you know, kickstart, you know, basically the next forty years of my life, or okay, you start a GoFundMe account like everyone else? Yeah, exactly. Like that's that's our that's our solution. It's just like let's ask a bunch of people to, or or die. Those are the two situations. So I mean, you run to the, run into this hypothetical of where. You are preparing for this future, and there are certain people like me that are preparing for a likely future, which is cancer is going to get me, and I'm going to need, you know, probably fifty grand or sixty grand uh, in order to plus insurance, plus a good job, plus everything else, um, in order to, to make that okay. Because you live in a terrible country. Well, but that's the reality. The other, there are other <laughs> people. Sorry, that, that, that is the yes, it is. It is your reality. It is the reality of America? Yeah. It is not reality. No, it is not like it, it's is, my it's my reality. I've made peace and I understand that it is a deeply ingrained distaste of government that fuels that thing. But like, uh, it's just so frustrating being your fucking neighbors. I know, but here's the thing. There's some other people that believe that the reason the apocalypse is going to happen is because North Korea is going to put boots on the ground and they're going to invade. So those people say we should be putting all of our money into the, the military right now. Those people are stupid. 
Okay, there are also the people that say terrorists are going to attack America and they're going to put boots on the ground. They're going to take over America. And when those people to. are also stupid. Okay, and there are also, like I said, there's the zombie people. There's all these other people. There all are those lots people of, are stupid. There are and I'm not saying and there aren't plenty of stupid Republicans. I'm just saying this. My issue, like, there are Republicans I know that are more civil liberty based, like small government, I like idealists. Basically, the, the Republican idealists I can appreciate. Sure. The people that are not social conservatives, the people that are like fiscal, small government, everyone, uh, extreme faith in the markets, uh, the the power of the market. All those things are things I can sort of understand and appreciate, and still be on the same page as that person. Be like, we all want our families to be safe and comfortable, and that's all. That's really it's all anyone wants. But you and, get and, a choice. And I, you do have a choice, but like I. Michelle's uncle yeah. is a is a he watches Fox News all the time. He's going to vote for Trump. Like all these things are true. And he's not an idiot, but like he's governed by fear. I think. And uh, my point is that we're all governed by fear. That's the choice no, I'm saying that we're no, making. We're not. The that choice, choice we're making is what is the apocalypse you are preparing for? I, because I, I am basically trying to just live my life as as as. As carbon neutral as possible, I'll say. So you're well, you're worried about the climate change apocalypse? Oh, that is, uh, as far as I'm concerned, that is absolutely the primary threat to humanity as it stands. <laughs> yeah, it it like, very, like very terrorism sucks. Terrorism yeah. sucks, and terrorism is horrible, and we should not be bombing the terrorists because but that's how health matters. But like, yeah, terrorism statistically, terrorism, they're not going to get you. No, cars will get me way before terrorists will. Um. So as will lung cancer, yeah. but like <laughs> terrorism is a minor threat to me in the in the and <clears throat> I don't know the statistics in even horribly uh, war torn countries, but even then I imagine health issues are similar at least like I, like in in the Western world, plenty of issues dwarf terrorism. Dwarf terrorism is a threat to your life and and health and well being. Dwarf it, but like even in fucking Syria, I imagine while terrorism no longer is dwarfed, it is not necessarily the only thing that's a threat to your life. People still get sick and die. People still have to worry about famine. People still have to worry about disease. All stuff still happens, and, and bombing like <sighs> bombing these people doesn't help. We know this. We should stop doing it. Well, wait. Do you actually want to know the stats on that? Uh, do you Do you know the stats of of deaths in off the top of my head? I know worldwide stats off the top of my head, oh, which is sh- that there's no way terrorism comes even close. Oh, uh, oh, it's not even something I have memorized. It's not even something I even thought about in the context of that. I know heart disease is the number one killer worldwide. Yeah, yeah. Like heart heart disease, stroke. Um, I think I know diarrhea is in the top ten. Oh, sure. Um, I, I know, I think, I think diarrhea edges out AIDS, HIV AIDS, because HIV AIDS is, is, it kills a lot of people. I'd say like, that's probably million and a half, million and a half people per year. You know, what's interesting about watching ER from the beginning, like I've never watched ER, we've been watching ER from the beginning. AIDS in North America is not really. I, I, I'm not saying people who have HIV are not dealing. It's a with very, some shit. it's a very dramatic disease. It's I a mean, traumatic disease, but but people do not r- really die from AIDS anymore in North America. 
Oh no no no! I said not tr- not traumatic, dramatic. When you it make a TV a, show, yes, AIDS but, is a but, great thing to but dramatize. But twenty years ago, it was a thing worth dramatizing. Like there's a reason, like every like AIDS was a big deal then. Like AIDS, like well, the, the AIDS is still a big deal. I it, mean, it's, it, it's still a big deal, but people aren't dying from it anymore. In theory, you could have 1.5 million people every year that don't die if you just got rid of that disease. Like that's 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 a very you know, real thing. Not 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 in North America. In North America, people are not dying from HIV and AIDS anymore. Like, there's not saying zero people are, but the, I the don't percent- care. I don't care where people live. I don't want a hundred. I, I, I don't I'm, want what I'm saying, million and a half people to what die. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying the interesting thing about ER is that in 20 years from when ER first started, we've yeah. gone from AIDS and HIV being a serious medical health issue in America, and I, by America yeah. I mean North and Canada and and the states. To being something that people manage and live with for the rest of their natural lives and no longer die from, which is the standard outcome of HIV now. People tend to live the rest of their natural lives with HIV at this point. And that's a massive improvement. And that is not something that's been, that expanded to the rest of the world, and I agree with that and understand that, and that's something that has to be fixed. And that's fucking terrible. But I'm hopeful that if we can't kill, if if the world doesn't destroy itself in the meantime, like the thing is, my, my I feel like the reason I think climate change is the primary issue is if we can lick that, if we can if we can stop the increase of temperature and and stop the rapid change in climate by pumping horrible things in the atmosphere, if we can slow that down and stop it. And start, and, and I'm sh- I'm confident we can ultimately reverse that if that's the case. Well, and, and that's a that's a very uh, the reversing is extremely long term. I don't think extremely yeah. long term. I think the reversing I think it, might not be in the cards. I, I I'm I'm just yeah. saying if if we get to the point where we can maintain the world as it as the where the 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 decrease in quality of life in the world due to climate change stops. And become static, we can start reversing that. Start reversing that. It's your, gonna take centuries to reverse that. Your centuries. race, your race isn't so much though that like you 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 shouldn't be afraid of being underwater. You should be afraid of famine because yes. that's the reality of it. Yes, absolutely. We we, it, we are racing interstellar we're racing population versus interstellar hit very close to home. I know, I know, I know. Uh, everyone everyone likes the space movie, dear. Everyone likes the space movie, but. The blight on Earth that causes us to go to space is much more likely to happen. <laughs> like that that is that is that is a a a massive crop blight is something that is probable, not plausible, I think. Your by the way, your numbers are one point five or one point two million people in the United States are living with HIV AIDS and you're talking about fourteen thousand a year die from yeah. it. Exactly. So it's it's a thing. It's still a thing. And also it's still a thing, but it's a very managed thing in in North America. Sure, sure. That's well, still, at that's least, still at least a pretty fucking big number. Yeah, I mean that's fourteen thousand out of one point five million is uh, <laughs> better. I, I get what you're saying. One percent less the, than one percent. I can't do the math right now. 
Top 10 causes of death, though. I just looked that up. And it is uh, it is heart disease. Got that one. Uh, yeah, 7.4 yeah, million people. Uh, stroke. <laughs> nice. <laughs> stroke is uh, 6.7 million people. Um, CPO. Uh, oh, uh, lung disease. Lung disease is 3.1 million. Lower respiratory infections, 3.1 million. Uh, so primarily like- environmental issues. Uh, yeah. Both, both, by, by which I mean food also. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, bronchitis, 1.6 million. Yeah. HIV Cultural AIDS. issues. Hey, HIV AIDS, 1.5 million. Boom. Yeah, living with, not dying from. No, no, oh, no, 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 These, okay. these are yeah, worldwide. Yeah, worldwide, absolutely. Yeah. HIV AIDS is a, is, yeah. a, is, a, yeah. is a problem that needs to be fixed. Yeah, and, and diarrhea well, Absolutely. Well. Yeah, dysentery is a terrible thing that has to be dealt with and fixed. Yeah, diarrhea All these are horrible. Yeah. Uh, and, di- and is a very america-centric view of my western-centric view of mine that is like oh we all talk about hiv and i understand that yeah, yeah i'm just saying we can spread that if we can stop the world from going to shit because of climate change that's something that can be fixed ultimately you know like, what's if kinda... we because to fix climate change we'll have to become a a a society that is efficient and not it, we have to be moving in a more progressive way to fix climate change and doing so, we'll become an efficient society that can have money to help other people. Oh, socialism. Socialism. If, if socialism wins, we're going to fix everything, basically, is what I'm saying. I don't know about that, because you still got to make people care about it, stuff that's not happening it, in, like, it, it outside their country. It might be ultimately too late for everyone. Global socialism is what you're talking about. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, global yeah. socialism is what I'm, is absolutely what I'm talking about. I mean, if, if socialism succeeds and spreads everywhere where we want to take care of everyone, we will fix, like, assuming it's not just too late, it might just be too late. We might be already fucked and can't do anything. I, th- I think it's way more likely that what's going to happen is is that technology is going to advance, hopefully, to if we don't die, technology will hopefully advance to a point of where it's sort of like the, the bread crust thing of, like, where people don't like bread crusts. And if you can cut off your bread crust and, and someone can sustain themselves off of the bread crust that you just throw out, that's basically what the world's going to become. Is that it's... People who cut their bread crust are what's wrong with the world today. Well, the problem is, is that they're not making enough bread crust right now. Is That, that piece of bread's got to get a lot bigger. Um, we, are, because... we are definitely making way too much corn. Yeah, well, but the thing is, way the, too much corn. The thing is, as I've said before, and this is this is push up the glasses economist nerd time is that it's not about that we're making way too much corn it's that we're well, making too much corn right here because no. there are lots of people all over the world that be like i could really use some fucking corn right now because i'm food insecure and the answer is no yeah but corn's <laughs> not a great food doesn't matter Corn is not a great food doesn't they matter. can be growing things the, 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 the things in lots of those countries are growing corn because it's a good cash crop Yes. Yeah. But th- okay. And, yes. And, and that, so that is a problem. Yes. Yeah. And that is a problem. They should yes. be. Everyone should be growing food that actually feeds people, not that feeds food, or that feeds cars. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's food it's, that feeds people. You're talking about the apocalypse prevention strategy of if we all became vegetarians tomorrow, we fucking lick this. No, problem. don't 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 even be vegetarians. There's plenty of like we we definitely should be eating less meat. We absolutely should, including myself, who fucking hates vegetables and loves meat. Like, I should be eating less meat. But, like, we should be eating meat that is grown, not being force-fed grains and corn. They should you're, be living, we should be, about... we should be slaughtering as much meat as we can feed naturally by eating what is grass-fed. And, <laughs> like, we, we should, like, any meat more than that. 
we should not be eating. And I understand oh. meat would be crazy expensive. I understand that. So, so what you just said is you're you're going to become a vegetarian because that's what no, you're saying. No, I'm going to eat local. But yeah. the thing is, everyone uh-huh. should be eating as local as forget vegetarianism, forget everything. Yeah, what everyone should be doing is eating food that is grown as close to they live as they can. See, that is the best thing they can fucking do for the environment and for their diet as possible. I am just watching this mad race that we're in right now of climate change versus the race to one or 10 billion people. That's what I'm looking at here. You're looking at like, how do we do this? How do we eat the right foods? How do we get people healthy? It's like, nope. I don't think you understand. This this, this fucking boat's filling up here. Like, well, we no, got no, people are going to die. Billion people. No, no. There is, there is no... There is no... <laughs> I don't want to become a vegetarian. I just want a few billion people to die. Go, go, no, to be fair, going vegetarian is not going to fix things. Yes, it will. No, no. Going vegetarian is not going to fix things more than eating local. It is not going to. It is not going to. Yes, it will. No, it won't. Absolute... No, it won't. That is bullshit. That is total bullshit. The way that we grow and ship... The shipping, the, the shipping, like is the shipping is the the growing and ship the the growing food that has to be shipped across the world is the fucking problem. Not no, it, it depends on how you're shipping it. If you're shipping, if you're flying in strawberries from fucking California, that's which a everyone problem. does, which everyone does, that's a problem. If you're flying yes. in flowers for 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 Valentine's Day from South America, also it's a fucking a problem. problem. Yes, I heard that plenty of money. Also, if if you're putting a bunch of potatoes on a boat and sending it across the ocean, not a fucking problem. Pot- potatoes are okay. Anything that can be shipped by boat is okay. <laughs> I, will, I will order. give you. I will give you. I will give you boats is okay. Anything that can be shipped by boat and just sits in a crate, unrefrigerated, essentially indefinitely, is okay. That stuff can be shipped and fine. But to be fair, that stuff grows fucking everywhere. Sure, but so you still, like, you'll still have the American problem of someone getting that potato from the store after it was shipped on a boat, and they drop it on the floor, and they go, "No, this is garbage," and they throw it out. <laughs> that's that. That is stuff that's being fixed in other places. That is stuff that's worked on other places, and that it's like, okay, we will help feed other people with this at a lower cost. <laughs> there are there are places that serve produce at lower cost because they are blemished, because that produce is totally acceptable, and they can charge. Less, less money for it. That's great. Save the planet. Every time you drop the pizza on the floor, give it to a homeless person. Well, not pizza. Like th- there are some things. There, there's always going to be food waste. I'm just saying. Like we, yes, the two things I think should happen that will save the world more than anything else are to eat local and to reduce food waste. Oh, and God. and to do those things. And I know you're an economist, and know that I'm full of shit. But like, no, no, it's 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 not that. But if you ever want to solve a the problem, the problem is like all these fucking third world countries growing crops to feed America is fucking horrible. We let should tell be, you a story. Let me tell you a story about a guy named Tim. Is this uh, <laughs> so I, I I trust people named Tim. They tend to be enchanters yeah. of some way. Yes. So so you know Tim. I know Tim. I like so, Tim. Tim got very very angry because his town is just giving up on recycling. And and what? he's he yeah yeah okay sorry I guess I have to fix that peak I haven't I haven't told you this story before oh Jesus what all right just, so like they're just like fuck recycling we're just gonna throw it in the garbage basically they're just like fuck recycling we're just gonna we're just gonna do that we're not doing recycling anymore and he at is least fucking, have the pretense like I understand he, that lots of like in Montreal sorry I'm gonna pause you for a second in Montreal we have a giant green bin that we throw everything that's vaguely recyclable into that gets dumped into a truck and then hopefully recycled. 
Yes. And I understand the logistics of recycling is that they will do their best to separate that. And everything they can't separate is going to go to landfill. And everything they separate and can't sell for more than it costs to put in landfill, they're going to put in landfill. Mm-hmm. And they're going to, but, but someone that will at least be recycled. And, and I, and I like the idea, at least have the pretense of trying to recycle it. It's, it's dependent on the price of gas. Yes, absolutely. Because I think a lot of people don't understand that plastic is an oil product. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And if it if it costs less to just make new, we make yep. new. That's what we do. Which is and why should it be subsidized? So we Tim, should be charging a lot more for gasoline than we are right now. I I had mentioned that earlier. I I think I mentioned that as like as like a kind of a joking thing about dating. And I if I ever went on a I, date with anybody and I was like, we should really raise the price of gasoline, I would get stabbed. If and I, I say anybody, that as a person who makes a fair amount of money who can afford to put gas in his own personal car. Yeah. Like I say, I, I yeah. understand my privilege of that, but I think the uncomfortableness of paying a lot more for gas leading to non-petroleum-based ways to get around the city and do things is a short-term pain for long-term health of the world. But here's the problem. It's not... It, a lot of the issues that we're running into, the reason why they're issues is because they become problems to the majority of people. If all of a sudden you said to someone, hey, you have to become a vegetarian, isn't you, Ryan, and become no, a vegetarian? No, no, no. one has to, I don't... No, no one no, has no, to no, be a vegetarian. No. I, got, I, got a, I have a thing here. I have a thing. I got a bit. Sure. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'm I'll, doing a thing here. I, I will sit sh- and shut up for a little bit. So you, you, Ryan, have to become a vegetarian to save mm-hmm. the planet. That's yeah. what you have to do. You'd have no problem doing that because you look at it and you go, okay, well, it's my comfort and I like meat and I want to eat meat. Can I still have cheese? Like we still yeah, use sure. animals you for can... making cheese yeah, and honey ahead. and things? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Go you can have eggs. You can have cheese. You can have whatever. It doesn't matter. Cool. Yeah, right. you can no slaughtering animals for food. No slaughtering okay. animals for food. You can't okay. do that anymore. You personally can't do that. Everyone else is allowed to. You just aren't allowed to, and that's enough to okay. save the planet. Yeah, You'd yeah. be able to do that. I see the but, problem here. Yeah, it's a collective <laughs> action problem, which is that now you have to convince you know hundreds of thousands of millions of people to do this, and you're never going to do that. Same thing with the price of gas. You and I could both agree, yeah, the price of gas should go up. Or even, even someone that is really, really struggling right now, if you went to them and said, listen, here's the problem. You are going to have to take the bus or you're going to have to ride your bike to work or your life is going to get significantly worse because your life sucks already because you are, you know, struggling on bills. You don't have, yeah, yeah, no, you, I, I, you know, even, even the price of gas, like if it's a natural gas, like heating system, like that, that's going to go up. You won't have heat in the winter. I, I, I understand the price of gas going up will make life literally impossible for certain people. And, 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 that's, and, and that's I don't mean, problem. I mean, yeah, I mean it's, like it's, 30 to 40% of people. Yeah, that and that's the issue. Is it, it's this problem of which is saving why the planet, we didn't guarantee didn't come. Saving the planet is not about what one person is doing, unless that one person owns like a few multinational corporations. No, I, I yeah. understand. Like, I understand. Yeah. Like, there's, there's also the issues why people are eating, the poorest people are eating the worst food, and are having to spend the most money to get to the places they live, they want to work in, because they are yeah. forced to move out of central locations. And yes. they're forced to eat. They're they're in food deserts, so they have to eat fast food. Yes, these are all terrible things that should not be happening. Sure, and and those those have to go hand in hand with raising the price of oil. Is that they have to like? There has it. Basically, this is why I'm a struggling optimist, because. Mm-hmm. 
we've gotten to the point where it's such a huge fucking problem. Yeah. Like, there, there are, in America, there are, let's say, a hundred million people that would be seriously fucked by a 20% raise in oil prices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, seriously fucked. But that is something that is going to happen in my lifetime. It already did happen. The price of oil's down like crazy. I, it right is now, now, but I like you know what I mean. Like I, that's something that's going to keep happening. Like oil prices are going to are down now, and and maybe yeah. they'll if if they stay down, it's because we fix things. If we don't fix things, they're going to go back up. Wait, we fix things? If if it stays down, we will have fixed things. No, Whatever. no, no. The right the reason the price of oil is down isn't because we fixed shit. No, no, it's, it's because not now. It's a, a global price war going on. Is what's no, I, that's that's what is right now, but that's not going to last. I'm saying if it stays yeah. down, at certain points scarcity is going to overcome the price war and they're like, "Oh, we can just charge what the fuck we want for this shit." So like, unless we if we don't fix things, so you're it's going to go back up alter- inevitably. Like, alternative inevitably. fuels renewable fuels will come will come in and and lower the price because we won't be they, they as won't dependent. lower the price but it won't be as big a, a problem for people if the price of oil specifically goes up at that point like, like oil is a fixed good at some point we're going to run out of oil that is something that could definitely happen there is only there's a limited supply uh, not in our lifetime but yeah well, I'm not saying our lifetime but that is, that is an inevitability is that either we will run out of first sources for oil like, I, we'll run out of oil wells and whatever to pull oil out of the earth from. That is something that can happen. You know what unless, could happen in unless, unless we fix the world. Like, yeah. that's so that's, like, unless we move, if, if we move off of enough of fossil fuels, I'm not, I don't think we'll ever be completely off of oil. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Yeah. Like, unless we come with some other new plastic, like, that's yeah. never going to happen. And we're starting yeah. to get some for like water bottles. There's there's things that happen. There's things that exist, but like they're not they're not as good as plastic at all yet. No. And, and unless that happens, and we get the, the 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 poorest of our people cannot be fucked by the price of oil going up, we're screwed. Like that's that's what has to happen is that we move in the direction that the poor are not affected by oil prices. That's the direction we should be facing in and moving towards. Is that's all we should care about, because otherwise we are screwed. Like we can't, we can't, we can't survive. We, it's an it's an inevitability if we can't get off of fossil fuels enough that the poor can't survive without them, without the price going. Like if 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 the cars aren't running on non fossil fuels, if fossil fuels are required to eat, if all these things aren't necessary, then we're fucked. Those have to stop. <laughs> and I know that's a super simplistic way to look at things. I understand that it's not quite that simple, but Saudi Arabia is looking at getting off of oil. Like that's the goal. Yeah. It is it is the goal. I mean it's And that's and, and that's not the goal of fucking some terrible people. I'm just I'm just laughing because I know what has to happen. Like that's that's the problem. What has to happen is a horrible fucking tragedy where twenty percent of the world dies. Like that's what has to happen. Like I'm hoping that doesn't happen, but that's what's going to happen. And then we're like, oh, oh, that's what happens. Oh, we should fix this. Like it's, it's not, like we need another black plague is what needs to happen. Oh God. Like oh man. 
But see, like until that happens, people are like, oh, whatever. I like fucking Kimmy Smith. Like I'm gonna keep like it's like they're just not gonna give a shit. Like they're just not gonna give a shit. But that's what I'm saying is that they they do give a shit. They're just preparing for an apocalypse that isn't the apocalypse we should be preparing for. Which is what? Whatever it is, whatever their personal apocalypse is, whether it's cancer, whether it's zombies, whether whatever. I I'm convinced. Pretty well, well, if you didn't live in America, all... you wouldn't have to prepare for cancer. Like cancer is terrible everywhere else, but it's really, really terrible in America. This is, yeah. I'm, what do you want me to say? This is this is this is the hand I've been dealt for <sighs> living in this country. No, I mean, it, it, yes, I'm. I sound resigned to my fate. But the truth is, is that I have to be resigned to something because something, something, some sort of horrible something is going to happen in my lifetime. And I'd rather be preparing for cancer or whatever logical thing, heart disease. You know, I exercise. The reason I exercise is because of like uh, half the time because I like it. Half the time heart disease. All this is I do is basically prescriptive. Like I get (laughs) I got a prescription from my doctor to either exercise or take pills. So I'm exercising. Yeah. Yeah. Same here, basically. So I mean, that's except I just didn't ever go to the doctor. So because because I get it for free. I also don't like doctors, so I I don't either. But like I I, I wanted to I want to I want to live through I want to live to see the apocalypse. God damn it! Well, my my life is basically the like Warren Zevon. Like, can I go? Can I not see a doctor for as long as possible without suddenly discovering I have like late stage cancer? Like, if I can do that, and this is what's wrong awesome. with America. <laughs> Well, no, that's what was wrong with Warren Zevon. That's why we don't have him anymore. But or know. Prince is really as Adam Prince. Well, Prince was more of a Jehovah's Witness thing, but like he alleged what I've heard. I mean, who knows, right? Like <laughs> it, it, fucking, it, it fucking sucks that Prince is dead. It's all we, it's all we can all agree on. But what I've heard is because he's a Jehovah's Witness, he didn't want to get the blood transfusion necessary that it would he would need for his hip uh, surgery. Uh, and as such, he's a pop and Percocet like candy, and now he's dead. Okay. And it fucking sucks. And I don't blame yeah. Prince for that. I don't blame like there's no there's no blame to be put anywhere really. <laughs> you blame it's Jehovah's just a, Witnesses. It's just a shitty fucking situation that should never have happened. Like it, it should have like it's just it, it's just it's it's shitty. Like it's shitty. There's so much shitty stuff. Shit, 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 shit. Like it's and, it's fucking garbage. And that's why I read apocalypse fiction or i consume apocalypse fiction because usually most of the time everything kind of turns out okay or at the very least everyone dies and i can go well at least i'm not dead i think i like i I read i still read walking dead and i feel like walking dead is no walking dead is like a a shouting how do you know that no no i think walking dead might be the most optimistic view of the future that we have. You might be you might be farther ahead in Walking Dead than I am. Of a plausible future. Okay. Like it's 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 after the massive thing that kills off lots <sighs> the of culling. people. It's after the culling that it's I'm 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 afraid is inevitable. Oh, Jesus. Um, I'm genuinely afraid is inevitable. That is going to be a culling of some sort. I don't think it's going to be zombies because zombies are bullshit. Zombies are bullshit. But like yeah. I th- I think. Some disease is going to kill lots. Probably a disease or a famine is going to kill lots of people. Um, due to what we've done to the world, basically. <laughs> um, and, but I, but the thing with Walking Dead is they never give up. Like no. they are humanity that keeps 
trying to move forward and keeps trying to get things better and keeps trying to improve things for their children. And as such, and Walking Dead is bleak as hell. Like, Walking Dead is super bleak. I don't watch the TV show, so I don't know how that is. But like, the comic is super bleak. But uh, it, it, I, it imparts that lesson, though. You just keep but, doing but your best you, you and moving gotta forward. Keep fighting. Worst case scenario, you die. <laughs> you gotta keep fighting. And that's why, in some ways, Walking Dead, the super bleak piece of media that it is, yes. is also the most hopeful piece of media because it's full of people trying to survive after humanity messed things up horribly. And trying to hold on to culture at the same time. Yeah. Like, the, 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 at, at this point in the comic books, they've got past pure survival, although that is still an issue. But they're also working on other things to, like, be humans still. Like, still, like, we are big-brained apes that are trying to, like, that are doing more than just eating fucking and shitting. Like, we are trying to improve the best of us are trying to improve lives for the rest of our hairless apes. Sure. And in Walking Dead, that is still a goal for the the protagonist of the book. Not every human in the book, but the protagonist of the book, that is still their goal is to survive and also make life better for everyone that comes after them. I think surviving and that is a thrive goal. is generally for most of the people in that book, even the villains, though. Well, like, the, 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 there's there are villains that have resigned themselves to their fate and are trying to survive but not also improve. They're trying to thrive, though. Thriving they're is not, a very... No, no, they're, 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 mm. I don't know how far you are in the book, so I can't say too much, but there are people that are pretty much exclusively trying to survive. Okay. Um... Have you met the whispers? We'll, we'll uh no. Okay, so, so that I will leave that as is. Okay. Um okay. so there are there are people that are res- that, that that have not and they are the villains currently. Um okay. and it's very interesting and it's it's something that would happen. It totally makes sense to happen in the world the walking that exists in. And that certainly makes me feel like it's something I can relate to as an American because that's <laughs> the reality I'm in of where I'm like we That's the reality really concerned... so many people are in across the world. Yeah, like, we... it's, like because survival is the most important thing for everyone, ultimately. Yes, but there are certain people that are more concerned with like what type of survival we're going to have. Yeah. I'm saying we should cut back on you know spending that you know possibly like say the military. We don't need to go crazy with military spending. We don't need no. to be the world police anymore. That's no. not a thing we need to do. We should it's probably not, put that helping. money into say it's infrastructure. It's not actually and helping at large. Yeah, so, and there are a lot of other people that say, well, you know, as soon as you cut military spending, that's when you know China is going to invade. It's like, well, no, the China's, no, China does not want to invade. China does not want to invade. China wants to be as as China wants China, to make as much China fucking money as they can. Cyber war. <laughs> yeah, the China China has no interest in our land. China has interest. China has lots of land. Yeah. Like China is interested in like winning the cultural war, sure, but they're not interested in invade. There's not like China's not going to invade ever. Like, that's not going to happen. China might win the culture war that America is currently in the lead of. But like, which and, is what which is what happened to Firefly and all the things where people speak Chinese in the future. Yes. But like, th- that could definitely happen. But that's because if that happens, they had the better system. Like, uh, they're not going to. They're not. I'm, I'm. I'm not saying China right now has the better system. I'm saying if something wins, 
and takes over the world. Like America was winning for a long time because it had the best system. If China ends up taking over America as the primary worldwide cultural touchstone, then it's because it won. Like it's because they had the better system and worked. And I don't know that that's not going to happen right now, but that could happen in the future if they start if they stop killing people and stifling the, the journalists and stuff. But like, there's something like I'm not saying China's perfect by any stretch. I'm not saying China will win. I'm saying if they, I'm saying whoever does ultimately win, yes. will have the the most successful system for humanity. I think. You hope, you hope, or yeah, or you're this, prepared this is my for struggling that optimist view. This yeah, is my struggling yeah. optimist view of things. Yeah. Is yeah. that and I don't think if China wins, great. That means they got something right that America got wrong. I don't like. I don't think any one country has. I I want to see whoever wins to be the person with the best ideas for how to win. Like I want to see whoever wins to be the people that fix the fix the climate issues, and I, I want that to be the winning solution. I don't care about whoever makes the most money. I don't care about whatever. I want to care about whatever saves the most people. That's the most important thing. All right, that's that's fair. I'm to me, this is all just this is all just one big conversation about myself. <laughs> no matter what I say, is just a reflection on 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 me more than it is a reflection on the world. Like I said, I mean that's that's why when I'm when I'm sad, I I want to read uh read this sort of read this sort of stuff or play these sorts of games or or do these sorts of things this is because it's just all about my fears and my emotions and and well it's the same with people who listen to punk music or metal music like it's like yeah you want to listen to stuff that resonates with you as opposed to makes like so you're not alone yeah yeah i have i have been listening to a lot of elevating uh, things that make you want to feel like i'm not saying like this is that's fucking diminishing of metal and punk which is not fair to them but like there there are there are people listening to music who want to sympathize and there's people listening to music that want to uh, be uplifted, I think. Sure. Uh, and I don't think one is better than the other. I'm not saying that at all. No, uh, I don't. I don't. And, think and I feel like metal and punk are geared towards sympathizers more than uplift. Like they want to feel better about them. Like mm. you, you just want to. People want to feel better versus people want to feel don't want to feel alone. Depends. Yeah, it depends. Depends on the. And the, that's an extremely yeah. a broad, sweeping generalization of a, an entire genre of music. <laughs> and I don't. It's not fair to either punk or metal. Very wide um, brush you're painting with. But there. like I, I, the way my tastes go, I'm. I don't have like, despite feeling depressed and upset sometimes, I'm not interested in that kind of music most of the time. Like I'm not interested in. I'm not. If I'm angry, I don't like. I. I don't. I want to not feel angry. Not want to resonate with other angry people. I don't listen to music when I'm angry. People listen to music when they're angry. Oh, I do. Oh, because uh, music will change my mood. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Music no, is sure. a very efficient uh, mood altering substance. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I will. I, 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 I never like, and that, I think that's why I don't resonate as well with punk and metal, is that I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to know there's more people with me. I want to know those people that are have got past that, and are are feeling happy and good, and I and I want to be like, oh, okay, I can get there. Like I, the best, the music I prefer is people that are talking about getting past that, as opposed to people talking about how shitty or how angry they are about being in it. And I'm not sure which was more truthful, but I know which one I would rather listen to. Okay. 
and and that might be the 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 still the the, the struggling idealist in me, hoping for the best. <laughs> that's like that's not resigned to the fact that like we're fucked, and let's put on the fucking Ramones. Like, I like I said, I just think that we're all just preparing for our own. Whatever we're afraid of, that's what we're working on. That's I think that's we're either we're either running from it or we're working to get through. We it. are, we are. It's just yeah. like it's like Trump, like the whole thing about Trump and Bernie fans being similar is absolutely true. Uh, it's just one's governed by fear, one's governed by hope. Yeah. Like they're well, they're both. I I broadly again broadly speaking, but like. I don't know, I, man. I'm seeing a lot of fear of millionaire, millionaires and billionaires. Yeah, no, but yeah, they're so. they're full of their fear of millionaires, but they're but but Bernie's idea to fix it is a hopeful one. Sure. Whereas Trump's idea to fix things is fearful ones. Like he wants <laughs> yes. to build a fucking wall, which is idiotic. Like explicitly, like there's no there's no there's no real world that's not idiotic. But like it's idiotic, and, and like but that's that's because he's his world of view is based on fear where he's like I gotta protect what's mine and Bernie's view is like I gotta make sure no one hurts and like we gotta do what we can do to fix that sure that's fair that's fair and and that's what makes me Canadian I know <laughs> is that I, know. I, said, I agree with that <laughs> telling, because, telling everyone what they already know <laughs> because like like like, uh, like uh, I I we're we're getting to the point where Gary, uh, we got to stop this. We got we got to wrap this up. We got to wrap this stop up. Talking. Yeah, we'll stop talking. <laughs> we're gonna. We're, I don't think we're going to. We'll see. We'll talk after. Anyway, we're gonna wrap this up. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> sorry everyone. If you want to talk about your own personal apocalypse with us, you can find us. Yeah, uh, I'm Joey, and you can find me on Twitter at Joey Heflick. You can also find me on the podcast Every Little Bit with Jamin Cox, uh, Plastic Knights on YouTube. That's where you can find that. And with me, as always, is Ryan at Gobo on Twitter. You can find me here. So <laughs> you can find me cowering uh, in an optimistic way. Yeah, exactly. Like frustratedly optimistic yeah. about the world. Like I'm like I'm like I'm just like I know we can do it, but why aren't we? Is the is my sort of worldview? Is like we can, but we're not. Well, we can. Let's go do it. Yeah, let's focus on that part. All right. Well, let's go do it. We'll see you next time. Take care. Thank <laughs> you.